Oh, that's good. Going live. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 349. Today, we're going to be talking about looking at WordPress in 2020. Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. Let's see here. Cosper, tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself. Hey, everybody. Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Mullenweg. Just happy to be here, happy to talk some WordPress, and uh, especially in 2020. Looking forward to doing it. Uh, Russ, how about you? Tell us about yourself. Uh, hey, what's up? I'm Russell Aaron. Uh, long story short, I do WordPress stuff in Vegas, and uh, you know, I'm your Gravity Forms uh, ex. Not uh, what's the the word? Enthusiast. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Good self catch. Uh, how about you, say? <laughs> I'm Say Reed. I make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress at Say Reed Media on all the things. Welcome to 2020. I may cut out mid mid show just so you know. <laughs> How about you, Allie? I'm Allie Nimmons. I work at impress.org. I spend ninety percent of my time working on GiveWP, which is a donation plugin for WordPress. Um, I talk about WordPress a lot at WordCamps, at meetups, online, on Twitter, on my blog, all over the place. When you're at home cooking, you're just sitting there thinking about a plugin to install. Like I do the same thing. WordPress. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. I do this show as well as another show called WP Blab, which we just recorded a few minutes ago. So feel free to go take a look at that. We talked about um, OG images and um, why blog posts need to have them, why all the different pages that you have on your website need them. And when someone shares your stuff, it needs to have an image and some text. So feel free to go take a look at that over at wprcore.com slash wpblab. I do want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by ServerPress, makers of desktop server. They make building websites super easy locally on your computer. You can even do it in an airplane. You can even do it when the power in your house goes out <laughs> and you don't have internet, as they may be having to do here in a few minutes. As long but as yeah, laptop is powered up. Go over there over at serverpress.com where you can learn how to do that. And also they make WP Site Sync, so you can go take a look at that as well. All right, let's talk a little bit about... What to watch for in WordPress in 2020 is what um, Ali uh, titled her blog post over at impress.org. And uh, let's kind of di- let's kind of discuss this a little bit. Yeah. Well, I have a question, which I would be happy to get this, get this started with is um, when you do something like this, this is a big, a big, uh, a big bite of the WordPress. How one, I guess I would say, how did what 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 was the impetus behind y'all doing this? And two, stack the questions, is how did you approach it? How did you eat the elephant? Yeah. So the impetus was um we're unoriginal and most people at the end of the year tend to kind of make a like a summation post or you know, looking back on the year or something like that. Um And in light of like a new decade starting and seeing other posts that, you know, did the whole top people to follow thing that weren't very well received, um, we really thought it would be more fun and more impactful and more helpful for people if we wrote something that was um, user generated and looking forward. So instead of looking back on the previous year of all the stuff that people already knew happened and saw happened and did themselves, we wanted to write something that talked more about what maybe people didn't know was coming or that they could get excited about or start researching and finding more information out on their own. Um, And so the, 
user-generated portion of it is primarily how we compiled it between uh, myself, Matt Cromwell, and our uh, content queen over at Impress, Taylor Walden. We reached out to our community touch points and friends and people that we knew and literally just sent out dozens of DMs saying, hey, what do you got for 2020? Like, what's coming up for you? What are you doing? What are you planning? Or if you're not particularly planning anything, is there something that you are really excited about that you are like, you know, you're ready to get into the new year so that you can experience that within the general ecosystem of WordPress? And so we got a ton of answers back from all sorts of people. Um, And basically a, a large chunk of the work of that was then organizing it. So basically if you read this post, most of it is written by the people who sent the information to us and we just sort of put all the pieces together. That's the best kind of blog post, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let me work. Um, but it comes directly from the horse's mouth. I mean, at the bottom, we even have a section where we Wait, just interviewed uh, the quotes that people yeah, gave us. Yeah, that's how WordPress does five horsepower. You didn't know that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how that's how we put it together, and I'm really happy with with how it came out. Um, I was really happy. I had a long Twitter DM conversation with Josepha Hayden, and she was so unbelievably generous with the feedback and the information and the thoughts that she gave me. Um, that was probably my favorite part of putting this together is like just getting to sit and like on my couch with my phone and talk to Josepha Hayden, like we're old friends. Um, and yeah, I think that this represents a really good, um, what's the word? Like presentation. Yeah. And like the whole spectrum of WordPress community. So you don't just need dev stuff in here. You have content stuff. You have all sorts of other stuff from I th- people at all levels within the community. I, I think it sets an expectation for what you should see or, you know, what you're going to hear in the future, you know, coming up, especially with, you know, Gutenberg and with the block directory and just, you know, familiar things you're going to start hearing and, you know, probably get sick of hearing after a while, but it's coming, you know. And I mean, no one's going to Gutenberg. That's not a thing. Uh, all right, yeah. Um, I actually just switched my my whole site over to use Gutenberg, so I'm I'm trying. Um, it's called Contentberg is my theme, so I'm really excited for this post because I wanted to see you know like like the biggest thing, and I think for me the block directory is going to be huge. Yeah, I mean, I think the the Gutenberg taking over the themes uh, and and that that's happening is really big. That actually ties in also to some of the builder themes that are like Divi and probably Beaver Builder, though I'm not sure, creating blocks for their mm-hmm. layout builders, which I was just reading about yesterday, which mm-hmm. um, is pretty exciting because all these theme builders and and theme theme builders, but also theme builder. No, non-builders. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unbuilt themes? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> unbuilt themes. They, yeah. you know, everyone's got to figure out a way to approach this. And um, I think it's really interesting to see how, like, for example, Divi is on top of that with, like, creating a block that allows you to add in your Divi layout. So they're, like, putting their, taking their whole builder and putting it inside Gutenberg. Yeah. Which is That's like this, I know. It's like this weird, like, Russian doll thing. It's like, what is that? That makes me so happy because I remember when, when I was talking to Joseph about that, like, that was the first thought I had in my head is, like, okay, so is Gutenberg now just going to cannibalize all of these businesses essentially that right take their place and what's going to happen it's really nice to hear that they're just like no we're just gonna 
use I, it for our own purposes. <laughs> I, I think they're going to transition to be like an ACF for mm-hmm. Gutenberg blocks. You know, I it, right. like how, how ACF powers and, you know, I use all my Gutenberg blocks with ACF because my whole site is ACF. The, the, the point to the, all this is, is I think they go that direction is, you know, now they're like meta box builders for Gutenberg. Right. Yeah. Like the yeah. um, atomic blocks. And the the blocks of blocks. Ellie, how do you how do you get people to share stuff that they may not have like fully um, like they haven't even thought out when they want to tell people about you know, the yeah. stuff that they're going to be doing? Yeah. So how, how do you how do you become that trusted person that like hey by the way on whatever date you posted this post. I'm going to be posting this out here and I'm going to be sharing the fact that there's a, a Git merge conference that's happening, that word sesh and woo sesh is going to be happening, that Sand Hills has some stuff going on. Like how do you get them to, to share that stuff? Because called, they didn't even get to post it yet. It's maybe. called 20, it's called 20 bucks underneath the table. That's how you do it, <laughs> that's how you do it in Vegas. It's 20, no, they use good WP to do it. I don't. Oh, it's a donation. I get it. <laughs> that really wasn't a problem. It was. It was surprising. I really did expect there to be more kind of like, well, you know, we're going to have our own announcement, blah blah blah. But um, everyone was really generous with what they gave us, and we definitely made it apparent that, like, you know, it, you can share as much or as little as you want. So if you just want to tease something to get people get people's ears perked up and get them kind of paying attention. You can do that. You can give us the full scoop, whatever you want to do. So there's even, there's a, there's one in there um, where it's just like two lines. Cause the person was like, I don't even want people to know that it's attached to me. Like you I just want Yes. So that's, I was like, Ooh, she secrecy, yeah. but they wanted it in there as just a little teaser. And that's exactly what we wanted is we wanted, um, Cause it's, it's kind of more exciting when you don't have the full story, you know what I mean? So it's kind of the pump. As someone who's spent some time working with a marketing team, um, something you kind of end up finding out is um, people like talking about themselves. Uh, I know that that sounds weird, especially on a podcast. uh, (laughs) It's an almost 350 episodes that people (laughs) like talking about themselves, but they, they really, really do. And if you give them an outlet to do it, and even if you say, hey, we're going to publish this, they don't care. A lot of people are just happy to talk to people about what they're doing. There's also an element of like kind of staking a claim, right? Like if you've got an idea, the likelihood is in this community, other people also have that idea. So without having, if you do your own announcement, you kind of have it have to have it flushed out. But if this is a little teaser announcement, you can kind of, you know, plant your flag in that a little bit. And then, you know, you're like, oh, I'm that, doing this. That's thing. what I'm looking at right now. Like, I'm looking at the Sandhills thing, and it says that EDD is going to have better reporting because I use EDD a lot. And I'm sitting here thinking, all right, Pippin, what percentage? <laughs> what percentage are you at right now? Are you at 89 percent? Are you beta A or beta B testing? You know, like, is, is there a release candidate? Okay. Where am I at, Pippin? <laughs> Direct message to Pippin. Uh, but yeah, but it's like it's like you can kind of stake your claim a little bit. So I think from that angle. Um, you know, people might be more willing to share that sort of thing. I'm not that type of, I'm the type of person who likes to tell people after something's over, 
and, and already out. Um, After you've done regression testing, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you want to make it look like it does what it does. Yeah. And someone I, who does a podcast who has to promote the thing before it happens and then none of us can show up because we all got sick. I totally <laughs> understand that. But it's one of those like first to market, first to mind sort of situations. Right. So when you're first to market, yeah, sometimes you're sometimes you are the best because you're the only one that's doing it. And first to mind means that you you can it just means that you thought it up and that you're that you're going to do it. But that doesn't help anybody because you haven't told anybody that it's, it's going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, you may have you may have made these people you're almost like the catalyst to get them to actually start working on this product that they're thinking about doing. There are a few people who are like, you know, this has been floating around in my head and I hadn't really sat down and written it out or thought it out very well. And, you know, that's that's definitely not the case for, you know. GoDaddy are one of the larger ones, but the individuals that we talk to on an individual basis, they're like, yeah, this, this is, this is kind of a good step for me to take to kind of like come out and say officially to myself, even that this is what I'm planning on doing and thinking it through. And so that was really gratifying to hear for the, the couple of people that that was true for. That was pretty good. I, I like that because it kind of makes sense to me coming from give too. I feel like give is such a, uh, like a, I don't want to say neutral because that's not how I feel about it, but it's, you know, it's for nonprofits and it's like for donations and it's like such a, such a good company in general, just impressed, but also that core product. I know like, <laughs> it's, it's like not in heavy, it's not a heavy like fighter in the, you know, it's not out there like duking it out with people, it's never controversial. So I feel like coming from this company, your company specifically uh, has, has this kind of neutrality around it. That it's like, you're just like, here are all the things and we're here for community good. You like kind of take on that nonprofit, um, you know, community beneficiary kind of approach. So I, I think it was the, yeah. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that's how they were perceived. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've known uh, the folks from Give for a really long time and I've actually been so impressed uh, over the uh, years. I see what you did. I see what you did. What did I do? Impressed. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! We broke her. She she's gonna be like that forever. (laughs) All right, we'll just leave her there. Say say I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. At least she's smiling. At least she's smiling. (laughs) She went out doing what she loves. Oh man, that's funny. So I, I love, I love the idea of having this type of list together and I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure how to like, I'm trying to think of what else you could do with this down the road, like throughout like the rest of this year of essentially like going back and saying like, this did happen and here's a link to it. Mm -hmm. And this is what's going on. And I mean, you, you essentially have some, some post fodder that you could, you could start building out some additional posts off of this. And, and really play with it. I think you could build an index on the on the top of that blog post and put like a green or a black square and like next to the the title, you know, it could say if it launched or not. Like you know, TechCrunch kind of does that thing and like updates, <laughs> that, updates the thing, like keep it going real time, like you know, an accountability kind of tool. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. But what, really- what, did, what did you what did you or did you have any thoughts of um, kind of adding on to this after after writing it now? I really didn't, but I, I do like that idea of like maybe halfway through the year following up with everybody, um, kind of like, like a, where are they now? <laughs> like after a show is off the air for a while and you catch up with people. Oh, she's back. 
Dude, for, you 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 totally went like, and then froze. and you froze like that. It was awesome. Great. Did we move uh, on? Or I, I was just I just want to if I can can I just finish my thought? I just wanted to say I think it's great that the company has not changed in all of the years that it has gone it's been working because a lot of companies have changed and have kind of changed a lot of their ownership and whatever. And um, Impress slash Give has not. Thank you. Yeah, we we were we st- we st- we jumped off and started talking a little bit about what what could Ali do on this post down the road. So say like six months from now or something like that. Go back and kind of revise Follow it a little up. bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> you can get on people's tails. Like, <laughs> Where's that so word slash uh, at? What happened to it? What's going yeah. on? What's up with that then? Uh, what's up with that she press though? No, but yeah. I actually mean that. Like in terms of she press. So if you want to like do some back end connecting on that, <laughs> I'm like all over that. Yeah, I was. I'm excited for that also. Yeah, but yeah, I, I do like the idea of following up and and um, adding some updates and things like that. And I think this is something that um, I mean, just as a yearly habit of doing this and saying, okay, like what what's now coming in 2021 and maybe even like what from our 2020 post is going to have some sort of like new iteration in 2021 and like have a through line through it just so that we can look back in like five years and be like, Hey, remember when we announced the the release of this tiny thing in 2020 and now 2025, it's this huge thing. Like how cool is that? You know, I like that the ability to like look at the spectrum of the growth of something and, and, uh, and draw inspiration from that. I think Ex- cool. Especially when you report it on it, because you're going to, if, you, if you're passionate to it, you're going to install release candidates or, you know, you're, you're going to follow through Twitter and you're going to keep up on the project. And I, I think it's cool, like you said, to see that timeline and to say like, wow, like you couldn't even do like a short code. Now the short codes not only do this, but they have widgets and they have this, you know, like see how it's expanded. It's really cool. Yeah. That's but, great. It really is a snapshot of where, um, like what stuff's coming. I, I kind of wish now retrospectively, retrospectively, uh, hindsightedly, it, it would be cool to have this stuff from five years ago. We've done a 2020, uh, not a 2020, but a yearly like kind of prediction show um, at the beginning of the year from most of the years we've been doing this. Steve still never... did not blog post, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we did. that's true. <laughs> We didn't get on it, but we didn't do any of the like recaps. Where those at? How did our predictions pan out? Um, mm. And I think that that follow up makes that through line really cool. Like so that I, you know, and and also, you know, not that developers have big ideas and never follow through on anything, uh, but a lot of the times developers have big ideas and don't follow through on things. So mm. I like the idea that you're going to be like, you know, DMing these people and being like, so what's up with that? And then. You know, if they if they they put it out there, and it's like there's more, um, not just internal pressure for them to do it; it's external. Also, I, I like people. the idea of a plug-in change log saying like what future releases might look like, and whether or not I might want to use that plugin. Like that would that actually kind of interests me. You know, like you see the super sitemap plugin, but like you know they have plans to do this. And you're like, I'm not installing that. I know it, <laughs> it would never happen, but wouldn't that be kind of a cool world to see like the future of what the plugin yeah. could do? I mean, so a lot of a lot of plugins and, and softwares have roadmaps that they've typed out, but you have to go dig for them. That's you know, my point. Like you know, it should be the change the log. I should know what three point nine in gravity for. We're, we're on like six point five or something. I should just know what that is. You know, like set that expectation. I guess it's kind of hard. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Gravity for us. I love you. 
<laughs> I've got your 2020 project. You should set up a GitHub repo, uh, something like, uh, and, and talk about like the spec for roadmap.md and mm. say, add this to your GitHub repo. If you want to talk about your roadmap, for for the upcoming releases, mm-hmm. things you should look for, link the the bugs, like the, the issues, the issues that you're going to work on, stuff like that. Uh, I don't want to spend any time doing that, but if you want to see it, Russ, be the change you want to see in the world. You know, I, I mean, I think that'd be really cool because yeah, if, for sure. if you're making a decision about like you know, I have what three, plugin uh, you're going to use. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have three clients, new client sites. I'm I'm going to be launching in the next couple months and. You know, I'm putting together the the stack, the plugin stack of what we're doing and what choices I'm using, and you know, the history of those plugins is not always the same as the future of those plugins. And you know, you can go off of what your experience has been, but they, you know, you're like, oh, well, are they gonna do such and such with Gutenberg? Are they aware of blah blah blah? And those things are really important because you know, we're not building sites that we want to have to rebuild in six months because the core plugin that you used is you know pooping out i think so, it happens i think it happens often yeah it does and yeah. you know, Some, somebody has a plugin and true. they want to make a feature you know pro or they want to take a couple things out because that's what the core and thing is like now that site yeah you know or like that, that happened to me this week that, that, um, this week also the events calendar decided that they added a new multi-site license instead of just having to have agency license with 10 sites now you have to have a multi-site and I go to update my client's sites, and they're like, "No, you have the wrong license." And I'm like, "What the hell? Like, how yeah. do I have the wrong license?" I, I had a I had a sitemap plugin, and my sitemap let me exclude the post ID number, so to say, "Don't show in this list." And now that was taken out of the free and put into the pro version. So Whoa. now all my hidden pages that I didn't want to be indexed are now shown. Yeah, I wrote a very angry letter about it. Oh, they just took it out. Yeah, they were like straight like up. It, that in. And, and the change log only said a major overhaul. It didn't say like, "Hey, we're taking some s out," you know, like. Uh, so I see if, if they had a, if, if they had a roadmap. If they had a roadmap, if they let you know what they were up to, I could have got off on that exit. But no, you know, like can we yeah. get them to come up with a roadmap of all the bugs that they're going to have on their plugin, and then we could we we would know that the bugs are going to be happening. Yeah. And we could, it's like, hey, in four point in four point seven, I'm really gonna mess up this database, <laughs> right. but in five point three, I'm gonna make it up to you. Good. But no, but like to to a certain degree, there are a lot of long standing bugs or quirks in a lot of these software where you're just like, oh, I know the workaround or whatever. And it would be really nice to know that this stuff was on these companies' radars. You know, like instead of just having to dig through the support files or whatever and see like, oh, that's coming in like you know ten. 1,000 posts Some down companies on GitHub are pretty good about that. Some companies on GitHub will have released, like, kind of squared away, and, like, they actually do have some of that. But, but like you said, like, even even the plugin where it's just, like, a, a simple redirect plugin, I'd like to see your roadmap for that. What's coming up just in that, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> also, I really wish people would stop putting everything on just Git, like, on GitHub. Like, uh, uh, So I'm excited about that Git conference you wrote about because I hate it with a wild passion. But and, um, if it, you're, if you're 10 up, you're all into it because they just wrote that whole thing where you can update WordPress or WordPress core plugins straight from GitHub now, you know? So yeah, yeah more and more plugins are actually on uh, GitHub and not on the repository, which is really interesting. I think 
just because of all of the difficulties that the repository has with. Sometimes it's just easier, man. Yeah, Sometimes but, it's just way easier. And that's why yeah. I use EDD. EDD is way easier to release my plugins than trying to deal with SVN and changing things. I just, I, I choose not to do it. EDD for, EDD for the wins. Yeah, but so that, that, that really does restrict it to a certain, that removes the, the user capability part. It's not like you can just pop over to their website and be like, here's the roadmap and here's where they're going with this. You have to like, you know, get into the git and look at that stuff. And uh, honestly, I, I just, you know, I hate it. It's, it's not my thing. Um, so that's actually one of my resolutions for 2020 is to stop hating GitHub. Well, maybe not stop hating it, but. It sounds stop. like it's more along the lines of dealing with, um, with doing like side loading of apps where like you have like the side loading where it's like, if you're on an Android or an iPhone or something like that, you don't want to go through the app store, which would be the, the plugin, you know, the directory. And so instead right. of that, you're like, oh, I'm just going to go to GitHub, just grab this thing, throw it in my website and I'm good to go. But I do it all the time, dude. But you're missing a bunch of, you're missing a bunch of stuff where for instance, if there's an issue with it and right. you're, you're wanting to talk about that issue, instead of going into issues within GitHub, you're going on to something that's more public, which is the plugin you know, directory and saying, hey, so this thing's not working right. Wait a minute. Anybody wait a else minute. having a problem with it? Now you're telling me that I have to have a roadmap for my site? Jason, this is way too involved. I don't, I don't, I'm done. <laughs> I think this is a good point, too, because it creates these two different places for this. And GitHub isn't a, you know, they're all spread out. It's not like there's a, a repository for all the yeah. plugins on GitHub. So you can't, you might no, no, miss no. all sorts of stuff and all sorts of plugins that are happening because they're not in the plugin repo. And, and a lot of them will actually say woo themes or whatever, but like the, the plugin that you just downloaded might be from like a random username that's all hashed out or something. Yeah. So like, you know, you gotta <laughs> copy that link or something. It's, it's definitely like a freedom versus security concept. But, of, right? Uh, right. If you want to download it from the repo, yeah, it's, you, you don't have as much flexibility as a user, but you're gonna have, you're gonna know that that works. And you're going to have access to support and all of that sort of stuff, you know. Right. And, and the, accountability. And what you want to give up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as somebody that works in support at a plugin company, yeah. I would my job would be 85 billion times harder if people were coming to us like, I downloaded this off some back alley Git repo and like, you need to fix this. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know what like version that is. I don't know what's been done to it. Like, what, what do you right? think? That's way more complicated. What yeah. do you think? What do you think the back alley plugin repo looks like? By the way, or like, <laughs> is, it, is it like a homeless? Is it, is it like a homeless? Uh, uh, it's like a, it's like, like all over it. There's a barrel with fire. There's like you know people yeah. people yeah, really pissed like off with jetpack and they're just sitting around the fire going, oh man, like it's like the dark arts uh, part of Diagon Alley. Nocturne Alley. Nocturne Alley. That's it. It's like Nocturne Alley instead of like the. The plug-in repo is Diagon Alley. You go get your wand and your owl, and then you go to Nocturne Alley, and it's like, here's See, all the secret things you can get. <laughs> in in my it. mind, in my mind, I was more picturing it for folks uh, from LA or have been to LA. If you're familiar with Santee Alley, Ooh, uh, Santee yes. Alley is where you buy all of the the bootleg um, brand wow. name stuff, like the, the all the cosmetics product. that make your face red on accident. Yeah, yeah. Wrong stuff in. yeah. So Don't it's 
you can you can get Prada, but it's called Prado, and yeah. it, it's not quite right. Uh, you know, you can buy you can buy a Sorny Discman there. But... That is ex- that is exactly what the forked version of Prada should be called. Is Prado like? <laughs> I would I would love the fact that we could. I would love I would love it if they were to add a roadmap type of situation, at least a section of this, on the um, on the plugin directory. Because yeah. it may give me a, a, a like a little glimpse into what this plugin's going to be doing. For one, it's like you know that somebody's going to be actually working on the plugin that year. Like something's actually going to change on it. But yeah, two, right. like you can look at it and be like, oh, they're going to be adding this cool feature, and I'd be really wanting this feature. And I'm looking at this plugin. I'm looking at that plugin, and they're both yeah. you know freemium plugins. I, but I, that I mean, would be sweet. I'm going to write a premium extension to what you just said. And I'm going to say, I think it also shows um, how long WordPress is going to stay around. Like these developers have a two, three, four, five year plan. So, you know, stick with WordPress for the next five years. And, you know, that's really going to help our fight online with saying, stay with WordPress, come join our community and come help, you know, and that, that keeps us there. That's exactly. I know that when I started at Give, I asked, like, do we have one? Are we going to have one? So on. And, 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 Devin, and Devin said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I said. Um, but no, the, the answer that I got was, we, like, have an internal one. I love but you, Devin. it changes a lot, right? Because you have, especially with the plugin like uh, like Give, where we are oftentimes at the mercy of other technology, so Stripe and PayPal. Whenever Stripe and PayPal decide to change something, they you got to conform. Got to do it. Figure it out, and then catch up. And so, if we have something that's in a roadmap, it's like, okay, this is coming in Q three of twenty twenty, and then Stripe changes their mind about everything, and so we have to then backlog As a bunch of catch up. And then I can literally, I can see the Help Scout ticket in front of me of someone saying, "I have a screenshot where you said that you're going to be coming out with this in Q three of twenty twenty. Where is it?" And yeah, don't put dates. In your roadmap, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the the roadmap doesn't have to have dates, but that's true. I think this this is what this concept is really what your post and this it is all about. Yeah, it's all about, and I think it's really inspiring to see that this is kind well, of like what your post roadmap. just created today. It just yeah, you just the whole idea. Like so, yeah. this I think your next post that you're going to do is going to be the community roadmap, but this one's more like the the ecosystem roadmap. And I, I, I value it, and I, I think it, it does bring a lot of value to um, all of us to get us hyped about this. It's easy to get discouraged and be like, oh, it's all this stuff and whatever. So I think this is really a fun um, approach and way better than the influencer's approach. And if, if really you, a, great, you, a great thing you did. If you write that article, I would like to DM you and you know put my thoughts into that article, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, well, I got you. We do have the next one coming up is hot takes because a lot of people were like, well, I don't have anything set that's coming up, but here are like some of my predictions or here's some of the things that I'm concerned about maybe, or, you know, it's a little bit more high level. This this is where I see WordPress moving in 2020. Allie said, I want to come back on the show. (laughs) Yeah, got to have Allie back. But sure. with that, I want to say thank you very much for all of you for hanging out with us. I appreciate it. Ali, sorry for cutting you off, but you know, that, that thing, things, things come, come up here. Half an hour, man. Half an hour show. So thank you very much. <laughs> Go over to our website at dayparkour.com slash subscribe, where you can learn to subscribe to this and all the other stuff that we have here. Also, this is also a podcast, so make sure you go download those as a podcast too. If you just want to look at our faces, but you want to listen to us, you can do that too. I have so talk to y'all later. You have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
You don't got to go home. You just can't stay 